Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Queen died last week on September 8th at the age of 96 after reigning for 70 years. There are many conspiracies revolving around Queen Elizabeth II. Follow me down the rabbit hole to learn about the conspiracies surrounding the Queen. Hello, friends, and welcome back to The Rabbit Hole for another beautiful episode. I'm your host, Danny, as always, and today... I want I, we're doing things a little bit different this week. So I wanted to cover basically every conspiracy that is sur- like around the queen. So I didn't get to do like a super deep rabbit hole style dive into every single conspiracy, but I did like a mini rabbit hole dive. I don't know, like a baby rabbit, a bunny dive. Yeah, I did a bunny dive down into these little conspiracy theories. And some of them we are going to cover like more in depth than ever other episodes. But today we're just kind of kind of cover everything because the queen died last week. And I know outside of the U S we have a lot of Canadian and um, British listeners. So I just wanted to kind of like cover this for you guys because you listen to my podcast for conspiracy theories. So I'm going to cover the conspiracy theories. I hope that this isn't in poor taste, but um Yeah, so I uh, kind of like in honor of the queen, here's the conspiracy theories around her, right? So um, let's talk about the early life. And I'm going to cover early life um, for all of my American listeners. So she, the Queen Elizabeth II, she wasn't born Queen Elizabeth. She was just born Elizabeth Alexandra Mary. She was born on April 21st, 1926 to Albert Duke of York and Elizabeth. Her full name, like I said, was Elizabeth Alexandra Mary, officially Queen Elizabeth II, by the grace of God, 
of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland and of her other realms and territories, Queen, head of the Commonwealth, defender of the faith. That was her like official title, <laughs> like quite, quite a bit. When she was young, she really had no prospects of ascending to the throne because her uncle Edward VIII was supposed to be king. He actually abdicated the throne on December 11th, 1936, at which time Elizabeth's father became King George VI. Remember, his name was Albert, Duke of York, and then he became King George. So basically, when they become king or queen, they're allowed to choose whichever name they want to go by. I learned that from the crown. Um, <laughs> and Edward abdicated the throne because he wanted to marry a woman who had been divorced twice. And it, royal family members are not allowed to marry divorcees so if if somebody's a widow fine they can marry that person but if they're divorced then they're not allowed to marry i also learned that from the crown anyway at the age of 14 during world war ii princess elizabeth broadcast a message to the evacuees during a program called children's hour urging them to have courage and at the age of 19 princess elizabeth actually joined the war efforts in the auxiliary territorial service and she trained as a driver and mechanic and in 1947, the announcement that Princess Elizabeth would be betrothed came out. So um, just a little while later, in November of 1947, she actually married her distant cousin, Lieutenant Philip Mountbatten of the Royal Navy. Philip Mountbatten of the Royal Navy. Um, they took up residence at Clarence House in London, and their first child was born on November 14th, 1948, who is Charles Philip Arthur George, who is now King Charles III. So they did, as like the royal family, they did a lot of tours of their territories because, you know, they have quite a few of them. Well, during a tour when her Queen Elizabeth or Princess Elizabeth at the time and Philip were on a tour in 1952, news reached them that the king had died. That was February 6th of 1952. The king had died and instantly she had to fly home to England because she basically had to become queen like that day. Like that was the day um, just like King Charles became king the day the queen died. Same thing when the king died, Queen Elizabeth had to become queen. Um, her coronation was held at Westminster Abbey on June 2nd, 1953. I'm, I don't know much about all this, so I'm surprised that it took almost a year or a little over a year um, for her to have her coronation, but Maybe that's just how it's done. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure she and she had to mourn and everything that they're doing right now for the queen, she had to do at that time for the king. Um, except the difference was she just became queen. So and she she really wasn't like she never really wanted to be queen. Princess Margaret. Again, I learned this from the crown. She did want to be queen and it seemed like she would have she felt like. And it made it seem in the in the show that she maybe would have been a better queen, like it would have been more suited for her. But honestly, like Queen Elizabeth did a great job for all the things that she had to go through. She did a fantastic job. The queen's children include Prince Charles. He was created Prince of Wales on July 26, 1958. Then you have Princess Anne, who was born on August 15th, 1950, and she was created Princess Royal in 1987. Prince Andrew, born April 19th, 1960. So there's a 10-year gap between um, Princess Anne and Prince Andrew. 10 years between the two of them. 
And only two years between Princess Anne and Prince Charles, or King Charles now. Um, Prince Andrew was created Duke of York, which is the title that her father held before he was king, in 1986. And then Prince Edward, who is the youngest, he was born on March 10th, 1964, and he was created Earl of Wessex and Viscount Severn in 1999. 1992, however, we're going to jump back here for a second, was kind of a really, really hard year for the royal family. The queen referred to it as the royal family's Annus Horribilis, which is a Latin phrase for basically like disastrous or horrible, awful, right? Um, Prince Charles and his wife Diana, Princess of Wales, separated. They didn't divorce yet, but they separated that year. Prince Andrew and his wife Sarah, Duchess of York, also separated. Princess Anne divorced her husband. A fire broke out in Windsor Castle and gutted the royal residence. So that's kind of a bummer. Um, the country was in a huge recession. And so like a, a lot of resentment towards the royals, it was already rising and it kind of like met its peak in 1992. Um, and that year, because of the recession and because of all the weird, crazy things that were going on in the country, the queen, who was actually exempt from paying taxes, paid taxes. She was like, I can't in like in my right mind for my people, I can't not pay taxes when everybody else is suffering or struggling. Right. So that was like a really cool thing that she did. Prince Philip died in April of 2021 because of the pandemic. Um, the queen basically just sat alone in a pew on the day of Prince Philip's funeral, which was really sad. And you can find pictures of it it's viral it's all over the place. But, um, yeah, Prince Philip died, and then the Queen just died on September 8th, 2022. She saw 16 British Prime Ministers and 14 U.S. Presidents in her reign of 70 years. She just celebrated her, like, Platinum Jubilee. So, that's pretty cool. Let's get into the conspiracy theories surrounding Queen Elizabeth II. Um, the very first conspiracy theory is that the Queen was a lizard, and... I know that I have not yet covered this conspiracy theory and it is popular. I know it is. I haven't done it yet and I'm going to for you. So this is one of those I'm not really going to get too far into because I'm going to do it for you guys. But this is a widely circulated lizard people conspiracy, right? So the theory kind of began with a former BBC broadcaster. His name is David Ick. And the lizard theory is actually connected to the Illuminati theory. Um, both these theories kind of like, like the theory is the lizard people are dressed as like the most powerful people in the world. And also that the Illuminati are basically running the world, almost like the new world order. The Illuminati, um, is also like a secret society, right? And they're supposed to be running the world. Well, the lizard theory is connected to the Illuminati theory in this case. And David Ick is also one of the biggest promoters of that theory. And both the Illuminati and the lizard person theory have like a similar concept. And the power of the Royal family is maintained by those organizations, which is this conspiracy theory. Um, that's all I'm doing for that one because I, I don't want to get too far into the lizard people or the Illuminati. Cause those are both, those are going to be two completely separate episodes and outside of this episode. The next theory I have for you is that the queen is a satanic cannibal. Basically, 
The queen is said to eat children to maintain her youthfulness and her strength. According to an exiled cultural philosopher named Hubert Humdinger, Hubert Humdinger, sorry, it's a weird last name. Um, this is the only way the queen could actually maintain her energy. And she is known for having a lot of energy. And she, so basically she must consume human flesh to, quote, absorb the spiritual energy contained within. Well, financial analyst Jim Willie took that theory and went like a step further. And he claimed that the queen was actually Satanist who sacrificed children in exchange for their youth. So either way, there's some like weird satanic, I don't know, like sacrificial stuff happening here. And these claims were supported by the reports of missing children in Canada every time she was to visit. So every time she would do a state visit out to Canada, a bunch of children would go missing. And that's where like Jim Willie was like, obviously she's taking those children, sacrificing them. And that's where she's receiving her youth and her energy and how she can stay doing this and and a lot of people believe in this theory because of how old the queen was and how she just like kept on living forever i mean she was 96 and she just like kept on going you know um another man william combs of britain claims that he witnessed the queen kidnap 10 children from his residential catholic school in 1964 Another story. There's so many stories. Like it's hard to not believe this conspiracy. Like I don't know. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm. I feel like every week I'm on the fence about a conspiracy until I like have done all the research. Right. Well, this one. This one's crazy. So in a story leaked from a serviceman who was given access to the kitchen due to some faulty wiring, human body parts were kept in a like a queen's personal freezer. So he found them. Because he was attempting to, like, check the temperature of the freezer, doing his job, right? So he stumbled upon these body parts. He Apparently, he left the room, brought in three more men, and they basically all confirmed his story. I was like, yeah, there was, there's seriously body parts in the, in the freezer. And a similar story to that is a guard, a soldier on guard at Windsor Castle had, like, similar claims, saying that he saw arms, legs, and several other body parts in the freezer at Windsor Castle. Of course, you have debunkers out there that say there's no proof because you can't find Humdinger's, like, Humdinger the person or any of his work anymore. Like, it doesn't exist, apparently, as well as, like, the missing children claims were never legitimized. Like, you can't find those missing children's reports anywhere. You can't, like, the soldier, apparently, that came out with the story was on an anonymous blog. Well, of course, he probably doesn't want to get killed, so that's probably why he's being anonymous. But... You have to think, like, you're dealing with really powerful people. You have the, the royal family and the queen. Like, these are the, like, the most famous people in Britain, right? Like, everyone knows about the queen. Everyone, like, how many people watched Prince w William get married? And Prince Harry, even though, like, he's, I don't know how many people down in, from the throne. But, like, everyone is so interested. The whole world is watching the queen and the royal family. So imagine this comes out and they're like, yeah, um, we found all these witnesses that say that you have frozen body parts in your free in your freezer. You're sacrificing children. You're, you know, this is how you're living forever. This is how you have so much energy and we can prove it. Of course, they're going to get rid of any of that proof, right? 
the number one selling product of its kind with over 20 years of research and innovation. Botox Cosmetic, Autobotulinum Toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Our most precious asset is our time. So many people wish they had more of it. What would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? But no matter how short you are on time, you will always find a way to fit in things that are important to you. Therapy can help you identify the most important things in your life and prioritize them. Life can get away from you, and it can be hard to take back the reins. Whether you need to learn how to set boundaries, become the best version of yourself, or even break generational curses, therapy can help. The best thing about BetterHelp is that it's totally online, so you can fit it into your busy schedule. We don't have an extra hour in our day, so not having to commute to therapy makes it so much more convenient. You'll be matched with a licensed therapist after filling out a brief questionnaire. And what's great is if you don't mesh well with that therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional fee. You don't have time to waste. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com rabbit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot rabbit. So Humdinger, who was an exiled cultural philosopher, remember, he was exiled. So that means he's no longer allowed in Britain or any of its territories. Why was he exiled? You know, like, that's a good question to ask. Also, like, yes, the soldier posted anonymously, but maybe he did that for a reason. And I know that that can be a scam as well. Like, I'm not new to the internet. But, like, let's look at it as not a scam for just a second. Like... Maybe he posted anonymously because he's terrified that he will be dead if he didn't. That's just, you know, my thought on the on this conspiracy. The next one is that the queen isn't actually the queen at all. She's actually Lucille Ball. And this, many people that believe this believe that world leaders are actually played by famous actors as like decoys. Basically like... I don't know. This one's, I didn't find much more about this. I tried to look more into it. And every time I looked into it, it was like Lucille Ball's the queen or whatever, right? The queen of comedy or the Tuesday of, I don't know, queen of Tuesday or whatever. Well, it's hard to kind of get more information on that. A lot of people, the debunkers are saying like, well, they vaguely look alike. And Lucille Ball died in 1989 and the queen just died in 2022, so, like, I don't know. I don't see a lot of legitimacy behind this one, but I'm just here to give the conspiracies, and you make your own your own decisions from what I provide for you. The next one is something that we are going to get into. I know, I'm going to do a whole episode on this, but the queen is responsible for the death of Princess Diana. 
You knew I was gonna bring it up. Like you knew the minute I started this podcast, you're like, when's she gonna bring up Diana? Here I am. I'm doing it. So of course, it is no secret that Diana was liked by the people, but not so much by the royal family. And she did things like a bit differently, and she didn't really play by all the rules very well. And there are a lot of rules when it comes to the royal family. But like I said, I will do an entire in-depth episode about Princess Diana's death and um like all the all the different theories because there's so many. I just thought I'd mention it here because, you know, it is a conspiracy about the queen. But that's all. That's all I'm saying about that one. So the next one is that the queen is a Nazi. And I I debunk this for you because I hate it. Sorry, guys. Just a, you know, spoiler alert. Um, in a home video released in 2015 of the queen as a young girl in the early 1930s, the early 1930s, 1933 to be exact, the queen is seen giving like a Nazi salute. So in the early 30s, the Nazis like weren't bad yet. Like World War II hadn't started and they like people, a lot of people were actually liked Hitler and I mean, Hitler was the leader of the Nazis. So, like, people didn't know. Like, now you say Nazi and people are like, oh, my gosh, Nazis. But, like, back then in the 1933, they didn't know that he was bad. And you have to remember that in the video, Princess Elizabeth is only five years old. And her uncle, Edward, was allegedly like a Nazi sympathizer, but when she was 18, 19, she joined the military to serve her country against the Nazis. So this one, they're like, oh, she's a Nazi, she's a Nazi. Well, I'm debunking this for you. I don't think she's actually a Nazi. I think that like when you're five and your uncle's like, hey, do a Nazi salute, you're like, oh, okay, whatever you want, uncle, right? Like, I mean, I have nieces and nephews that are that age and I'm like yeah like let's see what silly things we can make him do hop on one leg and turn in a circle you know like just silly things so maybe the uncle was a Nazi sympathizer but that doesn't necessarily mean that the queen was a Nazi sim- sim- sympathizer excuse me okay this next theory is really funny when I say it so just stick with me here for a second the theory is the queen is dead and yes I know now that the queen is in fact dead but this theory was actually circulating in 2016 when the queen was absent from her royal duties due to illness. She must have been really sick because she even missed her yearly Christmas Day speech. And she obviously does that every year. So it's not something like, yes, people were like, what the heck? She must be dead. And maybe we just don't know about it. Well, then the rumor was made super powerful because an official looking BBC Twitter actually tweeted that the queen died. So that kind of helped put fuel on that fire. And some people actually do still believe that the queen died in 2016 and then was just replaced by like a double. And that person just lived out until 2022 when maybe that double died. And now they're like, okay, well the queen's really dead now. Or maybe Prince Charles needed a few more years before he was ready to be queen. Queen. <laughs> Excuse me. King. And um, that's why the double took over for a while. But how does the double know how to be the queen? You know, I don't I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of more questions. I could believe it. I just have more questions behind it. Um, the next one is that the queen isn't the rightful leader of the country. And we're going to get into a lot of um, illegitimate children in the next few minutes. So hang on to your hats. Um, 
I'm not talking about her uncle abdicating the throne. Of course, we all know that she wasn't supposed to be the queen because her uncle was supposed to be the king. And then he was supposed to have children and they were supposed to be the king or queen or whoever, right? Well, then her dad became the king and then she became the king. And now Charles is the king. I think I'm saying king for all of them. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, allegedly, five centuries ago, King Edward IV was an illegitimate child because his mother actually had an affair. And then genealogists discovered this and claim that a farmer named Michael Edward Abney Hastings, who is his title is fourth Earl of Luden, is the rightful heir to the throne. He's like a British Australian farmer. So, like, could you imagine being some farmer on like just out in the world? And then these genealogists are like, hey, hey, by the way, you're actually supposed to be the king right now that i mean i don't know depending on the person like that could really piss you off but along with this the queen mother who is queen elizabeth's mother elizabeth bowles lion is also allegedly illegitimate allegedly illegitimate you should say that five times fast allegedly illegitimate anyway um in a bio biography written about elizabeth bowles lyon the claim is that she is the daughter of the family cook this book claims that the queen mother's mother couldn't have any more children so they called upon the cook to help basically like as some sort of surrogate if this isn't some sort of handmaid's tale situation i don't know what is because this is weird if this is true this is weird if this claim is true, Queen Elizabeth is not a descendant of a countess. Instead, she is a descendant of a French cook. So, I don't, I, you know, that's a lot of illegitimate kids. But don't worry, we have one more alleged illegitimate child. The last theory that I have for you is the queen had an affair. And this isn't like outrageously out there. If you've watched The Crown, I know I mentioned it a lot, and it's slow. It's like a it's a slow show to kind of get into, but it does teach you a lot about the royal family and what happened. It follows Queen Elizabeth through, basically through Princess Diana. Not her death, but just like her being in the family. Um, and it helps me a lot, like as a dumb American, to understand the royals a bit more. Um, in the show, you can kind of see that... There's a, a certain closeness between the queen and a man named Lord Porchester, or Porchy for short. He was the, the manager of the stables, and they both loved horses. And in the, sh in the show, you can see, like, the queen and him go to America to, like, look at horses and to, you know, watch the races. And Prince Philip didn't go. It was just the two of them. And it kind of, like it kind of led you to believe it kind of inferred that maybe something happened. Maybe there was a little something extra outside of the marriage between the queen and Prince Philip. Well, that's not the only time in the show that they kind of like it, you know, put these little vibes out there that maybe whatever Royal, because there are a lot of different Royals apparently doing this was kind of like stepping out. You know, there's plenty of times that Prince Philip was stepping out. There's plenty of times, like, every, everybody, I feel like all the royals. At some point, you feel like, you know, Prince Charles stepped out on Diana. Like, there's so many times in the show, you're like, uh, is that person cheating? 
However, part of this theory continues to say that Prince Andrew is actually an illegitimate son of Porchy instead of Prince Philip. Which, there's so much about Prince Andrew we're definitely not getting into here. We might get into maybe when we talk about Epstein, but we're not doing that right now. And I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about, but that's not where we're at. We're talking about the queen today. Yes, she has four kids. Yes, she married her distant cousin. Should she have ever been on the throne? I mean, all the stars aligned for her to be on the throne. However, she's dead now. So, those that's it. Those are, those are all the conspiracy theories I could find. And honestly, like, I'm surprised there's not more. I feel like one of our presidents has this many conspiracy theories, and they are on the... In the, in the presidency for four to eight years, sometimes a little less if they die. But um, we have a lot of conspiracies about each of our presidents and you have one queen for 70 years and she's only got a couple. I mean, they're pretty aggressive. Don't get me wrong. Like maybe she's sacrificing children. Maybe she's killing people. I don't think she's like doing it herself. There's no way a queen's out there like killing people or kidnapping kids, you know, like she has people for that. But outside of that, she did a, you know, pretty decent job. I've never, I've, I've never had another queen, nor is she even my queen. But, you know, like I haven't seen another royal so in charge. So I don't know really what our options are. And most of us in our life have not seen another royal because Queen Elizabeth has been on the throne for 70 years. But here we are. If you have any other conspiracies about the queen that I didn't cover, please let me know because I can just cover it in another episode before I get into that episode's, you know, meat and potatoes like I typically do with like current events and stuff like that. If you haven't rated me wherever you listen to my podcast, please, please do so. I want to send you a sticker. So show me, send me a screenshot on my Instagram that you rated me and I will send you a sticker. I know I say it every week, but it really, really helps our podcast to like get out to more people, um, get higher on Apple. I know a lot of you listen on Apple. It gets like when you Google or when you search the rabbit hole, it pops my podcast up sooner than some of the other rabbit hole podcasts that maybe aren't actually doing anything or aren't posting. I know there are a lot of rabbit hole podcasts. I'm really sorry. Um, but here we are. This is it. This is the rabbit hole. So. Until next time, my friends, stay skeptical, and I will see you all next week. The Rabbit Hole is an independent podcast with everything you hear done by me, Danny Mercy. We thrive on listeners like you. If you like what you're hearing, please leave us a rating or review wherever you're listening. Follow us on Instagram at rabbit.holepodcast. Special thank you to Zakar Valaha Music for our intro. Listen to this Acast show ad-free on Amazon Music with your Prime membership or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.